dear friend, thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Fabiano Nyokuru, currently ministering here at uh, Meros Park Seventh-day Adventist Church as well as Sinai Adventist Church Company here in South Australia. And I'm delighted to be able to spend the next hour with you, our listener. Wherever you're listening from, all across Australia, welcome. Uh, and uh, uh, we have been covering the following theme throughout this week. In fact, even before, even the week before, uh, so we are continuing under the same theme, uh, radical teachings in the parable of Christ. However, today's topic is a parable to the invisible man. Now, you may be wondering, what is that parable? Well, friends, if you are not a person of faith and you happen to be tuning in, well, you're going to find this uh, quite amazing. Jesus taught a lot of uh, uh, his messages through stories and uh, uh, illustrative um, uh, ways of teachings. That that was the way in which he taught. And so, a parable, uh, a story with a moral lesson uh, uh, attached to it. So, a parable to the invisible man. You must be wondering, what is that? So let me introduce first and foremost our co-host for today, Pastor Hugh. How are you? I'm um, very well. Thank you, Fabiano. It's wonderful to be back on air together uh, here at Faith FM, where we do seek to answer the, the big questions in life. Now, of course, we ourselves are questioners. We're on, we're on a quest. Uh, yes. And uh, the good news, of course, is that uh, we have one in the creator, the designer of everything, who mm. is not afraid of our questions. And uh, in fact, is able to provide some very profound insights uh, that's well within his ability well within his yeah. reach and uh, today is no exception because mm. today we are looking at uh, I like that the parable <laughs> of the invisible, <laughs> the invisible man. man oh that's okay it. that's an interesting title yes. um, you know I, I would never have thought of that in a million years mm. uh, but that was uh, that's the brainchild of uh, our good friend Gary yes uh, and we're gonna look into what is this parable of the invisible man so we'll get a, get people maybe scratching their heads as to what what was this powerful famous story that Jesus told with the title Title that no one's ever heard. Mm. Yeah. yeah, no, that's right. And uh, for those who are listening uh, for the first time, you can actually go to uh, faithfm.com.au mm. and you'll find many other uh, radio programs on the Faith FM channel, which you'll be able to tune into. You'll be able to listen to some of our previous recordings here on the Drive Time program. So I encourage you to go to uh, faithfm.com.au and uh, see what else uh, is there. Uh, furthermore, you can also contact uh, or message or uh, uh, interact with us uh, on the number 04-888-80811. So friends, thank you and welcome uh, to this uh, uh, radio program. Uh, now, Pastor Hugh, uh, just before we get into t- uh, uh, the story uh, or the um, the news headlines of some of the things that are happening around the world, uh, have you heard about what happened in New South Wales? Well, no. Tell me what what happened in New South Wales. Are you, are you talking about another terrible bus incident? Are you? That's right. Oh dear, very me. sad. Very, very sad. Very sad. Yes. And and and, and uh, I can't imagine what. Um, uh, 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 the families, um, friends are probably feeling like at this point in time, um, you know, uh, no one would have imagined that, um, a beautiful day, wedding day, uh, one that was going to be filled with joys and laughter could end up the way it did. Yes. 
Yes, terrible indeed. Mm. And so uh, our prayers uh, with those people. And uh, they certainly are. And uh, yeah, it is a difficult time um, for the uh, for the nation, really, because anyone who heard this story, I'm pretty sure, in one way or another, they were moved. Oh, uh, and oh, so, most certainly, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, and, and in fact, uh, I dare say there'd be many a parent taking their child to the bus stop, yeah. thinking in in their heart of hearts, in their in, back of their mind, maybe the forefront, saying, yeah. oh, "Do I really want to put my child on the bus today?" Now, now, to all those in the bus industry out there, we we are oh, not yeah. suggesting that uh, that buses should cease, but uh, none of us in our wildest yeah. imaginings want to think that our loved ones would not mm. come back from a bus trip. That's yeah. uh, very sad. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. And mm. um, yeah, so interesting stuff that are happening around the world. There's a lot, uh, but um, just one title that caught my attention. Uh, this one uh, says, uh, Faith communities have an opportunity to lead discussions on the safe immigration of youth. There's a lot of things that are happening around the world. And um, uh, there's also uh, uh, sad um yeah, things that happen to young people around the world. Uh, and so, yeah, faith communities definitely can pay, can play a part, uh, uh, um, and, um, and lead discussions. Uh, here the writer, um, uh, Mark Haywood, founder of Marvelous Ways International, uh, wrote, uh, on Monday, uh, May the 15th. So, uh, hot off the press, uh, uh, 2023. Now it's interesting. Ah, uh, yeah, May, 20, May 15th. I was thinking June 15th. No, <laughs> June 15th is today. Yes. Um, May 15th, this was written. Collectively, we can do better. Near every week, we read a new tragic headline and story of unaccompanied, uh, so how you say? It? Unaccompanied. Yeah, uh, children and youth uh, from Central America uh, meeting some horrific and while attempting to migrate or immigrate uh, to the U.S. Uh, in the previous few months alone, there have been reports of mass, uh, mass uh, abductions, a deadly fire at a Mexican uh, migrant detention center, uh, heat, stroke, deaths, and abandoned uh, cargo boxes, and videos of tiny children being left at the border, uh, at the border wall by smugglers called coyotes. I believe they're called. So as leader of major project aimed at ident- identifying, uh, causations and potential solutions to this challenge, there are two obvious truths we must face. One, the national, uh, conversations we are having about this challenge, uh, are shaped by, uh, wildly inaccurate rhetoric that is frankly not helping. And secondly, the major efforts by both faith-based and government agencies alike, are uh, insufficient, uh, uh, dated and, um, uh, in need of a fresh and more sophisticated approach to the challenge. Sadly, the, uh, Christian news headlines does not allow us to continue the story because then we have to subscribe apparently. But I just thought that was uh, quite uh, a um, yeah, uh, quite a, 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 a title and uh, just a bit of a snippet from um, this article which is I think uh, timely and relevant uh, today. I believe the Christian uh, world uh, or Christians in the world uh, have a lot to share especially on some of the challenges that are happening around the world. Uh, and um, I don't know what your thoughts are, Pastor Hugh. There's a lot of injustices around the world. There's a lot of um, uh, things that, um, especially for the young people, uh, that are uh, that you look at and your stomach just gets sick uh, simply because, um, yeah, there's a there's a there's a, a lot of people out there who are just doing um, 
dirty business uh, and uh, sadly sometimes young uh, girls, uh, children and uh, even vulnerable people get caught into these things or they find themselves in such messy situations and yes, Christians definitely do have a voice and uh, we can lead discussions in uh, shaping our world. I don't know what your thoughts are. Yes, yes, that's very true. And uh, it, the the good news is, of course, that uh, wherever there is uh, there's, there's difficulties or or heartaches, uh, that there is also a ministry that is meeting that that self self yeah. need. And that's right. you know, even today, I was at uh, at our church there at Trinity Gardens uh, mm. in Port Rush Road here in Adelaide. That's yes. uh, uh, Trinity Gardens Seventh Day Adventist Church. For those who are first time listeners, you wonder, yeah. you know, where, where does this kind of minister out of? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and we we have our community pantry there. We run wonderful. Uh, uh, you know, every Thursday, essentially, um, you know, each and every Thursday, we're running there from ten yeah. thirty to one thirty. Right. Uh, we've seen a, an uptick, a great, uh, I guess, uh, increase in the number of people that are attending okay. uh, and who are receiving or receiving packages, or who are. I, when I say packages, we take a human dignity point right. of view right. uh, and an approach, and so we allow people to come and to, to choose okay. uh, yeah, you know, what yeah. they would like to have, uh, and we have a wide range of uh, fruits and veggies and, and so on. So why Wonderful. am I why am I responding in this way uh-huh. because today I saw with my very own eyes those right. who've been impacted by things that sometimes are in their control other yeah. times are completely out of their hands right and uh, and sometimes it's economic forces mm. or political powers or right. uh, or maybe it's uh, you know a commercial set of calculations okay. uh, that has seen us lose a job or yeah. have setback financially or maybe uh, there's been something happen in our own personal life that mm. has uh, set us back and and certainly that's true for many of the people that come along, but each person there is not just receiving their material needs, Uh but also having a sense of community, that that they belong, that there's someone who cares about them, that that there's a group of people that... uh, care about their well-being and that they themselves can be a part of as well. Wonderful. Uh, And so that every time there's a problem and people point the question, point the finger and they ask the question, where's God? Mm. What's also true is that there's also a set of solutions. There's people right. running towards the mayhem who are running towards yes. the havoc mm-hmm. and disaster. Um, and you've got to ask yourself, why? Why, yeah. why are some people, when they have the choice not to, they right. run towards it yeah. rather than away from it? Mm. Well, the answer to that is because they have the spirit of the living God in them who, you know, who, who Compels us to to go and to to serve the least of these, okay. uh, of which all of us are at some point or other, aren't we? Mm, mm. And uh, so, in response to your question, I, I saw firsthand today yet again yeah. how that uh, <clears throat> you know how can the church be a part of yeah. uh, bringing uh, balm, bringing justice, uh, justice, bringing mm. healing, bringing right. hope. Right. Uh, you know, it, this is just in a very simple way how how that can take place. And you mentioned some of the uh, disaster zones in the world, yeah, uh, and uh, trafficking and such like. Well. Yeah. We had a lot of refugees there today, um, and Wonderful. in particular, we had quite a number of refugees that uh, joined us from uh, from Africa, okay. uh, others yeah. from South America, Wonderful. Uh, and in, especially from Colombia and oh, Venezuela. Right. And of course, yeah. we all know what's happened economically in those nations, and how yeah. due to due to uh, I guess decisions out of the hands of the populace mm. uh, and in the hands of those who the powers that be, that uh, the nation has been plunged into an abyss economically. Right. Right. Uh, and so uh, many, these millions that have spread out across Latin America. Yeah. These are just some of the folk that have found a, a place here in Australia, and now to call home yeah. amongst us, 
that we can love on and care for and mm-hmm. say, hey, look, you know, um, you might have uh, faced rejection or you may have, may have faced uh, all kinds of devastation where you've come from, but right. here's a place of peace that you can call home. And oh, wonderful. Uh, it was wonderful to have uh, so many join us mm-hmm. there at our church uh, to receive material need, but also to, to receive uh, uh help of a very personal relational level uh, right. and, and a sense of community in their time of need. So can the church play a part? Yes, it certainly can. Just just yeah. while we're on this topic, can I just quickly insert this oh, thought? Yeah. And and it's a very natural one to, uh-huh. to add. Very soon we have a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity perhaps hmm. here in Adelaide. Right. Uh, we have a uh, a an evangelist yes. uh, coming to, to Adelaide, but not just an evangelist, one with right. a difference because uh, Gary Webster, uh-huh. uh, for those of you who don't know that name, he right. was the... Uh, editor of Archaeological Diggings, uh, which uh, has been for most of the, uh, or many of the last 30 years, right. uh, has been the number one archaeological magazine in Australia. Amazing. The number one. Wow. Very popular okay. it was. And yeah. it sort of uh, had to take some time out in recent years. It's coming hmm. back digitally now. Yeah, uh, we're okay. in a digital age. That's right. Uh, and he's coming to Adelaide. He's, in fact, going to be here next month <coughs> on July 23rd yes. at Mawson Lakes at the Wonderful. Denison Centre. Yes. Uh, and that's at uh, 5.30 p.m. on Sunday, July 23rd. Wonderful. So, you know, advance notice, write mm. that date down, keep yeah, that date, because yeah, yeah. when he comes, he's going to be talking about ancient civilizations and all the insights okay. that he has there. Yes. He has a copious amount. He's well-placed to talk about that. Right. But also about the rise and fall of those civilizations. Okay. Uh, what led to those, um, the, the rise and fall of civilizations. Yes. And what, what are some of the patterns that exist in the world today that, that point towards many of the same kinds of outcomes around yeah. us? Because we think about, you know, the Ukraine war. We think about economic uncertainty. We think about social and moral decay. Uh, decay. We think about uh, uh, climate change. And we, we, we can't help but think, well, you know, and, and you mentioned refugees. And, yeah. and, and trafficking and so on. Where are we headed? Mm. And what does this mean for our nation? Yeah. What does it mean for us personally? Right. Uh, he's going to be talking about this uh, and he's going to be doing so, again, from the point of view of someone who's uh-huh. well studied, right. with many insights yeah. regarding past civilizations, uh-huh. but also brings uh, a very studious eye towards what's happening in the world today from mm. a biblical perspective. Uh, so, uh, yeah, really want to tune into that and encourage our listeners to come. And I think, yeah, Fabiano, yeah. Um, it may very well be that. That you yes. may also have Gary coming um, to, to your area. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yes. That's right. Um, venue to be confirmed, but mm. definitely August the fifth. Right. Uh, so you would want to uh, also uh, reserve that date as well. So all the uh, 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 details will be shared shortly. And not only there, but you may say, "Well, Denison Center a bit far, Meros Park a bit far." City Church, uh, well, I mean, in the uh, vicinity of the city uh, there. Uh, so you have uh, an opportunity to attend, whether you're in the south, in the north, or in the center. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely uh, reserve mm. those dates. Because um, there's not many of them. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah. We, we don't know if we'll have the opportunity of having Gary come come here again. That's He's right. a man in great demand, yes. um, both here as well as internationally. So, That's right. um, yeah, for all of our listeners, uh, we will share more with you about this, but we really yes. encourage you if, you, if you want to know more, if you want to know about what lost civilizations reveal about the future, mm. if you want to know what the Bible has to say about uh, the times in which we're living and where we're yeah. headed, uh, then really, and, and, and for that matter as well, you know, what's so often termed the global agenda. Right, um, right, right. And, uh, but not from a conspiratorial point of view, but from a biblical and um, contemporaneous scientific and archaeological point of view as well, in terms wow. of looking at how these things have played out previous to our civilization yes. and how they're likely to, in fact, already are, 
um, unwinding and, and uh, uh, proceeding mm. in today's times as well. So, yeah, we really encourage you to come along. Uh, it's a quality yeah. presentations. Uh, you won't want to miss it. And uh, if you want to make uh, your bookings, we'll have more information about that in sure. due course. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And just before we um, uh, move on, uh, Pastor Hugh, uh, if I have a friend, can I can I invite a friend? Is, is the space is oh, there space? Yes. Oh yes, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. And if there isn't, we'll make space. Okay, uh, no, no problem at all where that's concerned. Okay, yeah. So we wonderful. But again, that uh, that's uh, Sunday, July twenty third. Wonderful. At the Denison Center at yes. five thirty p.m. And by the way, yes, we're throwing in dinner as well. Hey, how hey, good is that? What, what can the good. church do? Well, <laughs> there's a good start right there. <laughs> that's really yeah, good. You really enjoy yourself. That's right. And yes. so we started, you know, talking about this idea that the church uh, can uh, has the opportunity to lead discussions on some of these uh, issues and. Um, and uh, and uh, uh, yeah, let me just call them issues that the world faces. Mm. Now, when we talk about a church, obviously we're not speaking about the infrastructure, right? We're talking about the per- the people. So obviously there might be those who may say, "Hey, I- I'm not qualified in many ways." I'm mm. assuming that you're going to talk about that as we get into the discussions, because we may not be able to preach, but we may be able to lead a discussion, right? We may be able to uh, uh, champion a certain cause, right? Yes, well, yeah. the fact is that uh, sometimes we can feel like we have spectator syndrome right? Uh, and or imposter syndrome even. Okay. Uh, but the fact of the matter is that, that God has a place for each one of us in mm. the solutions that he's bringing to bear in the world today. Right. Uh, and that's really exciting because there's no greater mission mm. uh, to be found in the world today than to be on a mission from God. You don't have to be Wonderful. the Blues Brothers yeah. you know, to be on a mission from God. <laughs> that's it. And we're going to be talking about that just now by means of this mm. radical teaching that Jesus shares yes. in one of the parables which, which Gary has called... Uh, the parable of the invisible man. You know, it's a Wonderful. it's about this parable that uh, with a title that no one's ever heard of about a man that no one's ever seen. Hmm. But we're going to be looking at that uh, together, and uh, and we'll share the real title. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very soon, but, but we'll come to that. Wonderful. Do you mind starting with prayer, Pastor Hugh? Let's do yeah. that. Yeah. Father, just want to thank you for this opportunity to open your word and to share something which is so relevant, timely, and vital to the decisions that uh, many of us are about to make uh, in many different spheres of our life, even now today or in the week ahead or for our families. And so, Father, we thank you for your timeless wisdom, and we thank you, Lord, that it's encapsulated so well in this story, that that uh, this parable that Jesus shares. And we're going to unpack that today, Lord, we pray by, by your leading and uh, by the guidance of your Spirit, for we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, friends, we would like to hear where you're listening from. And uh, if you want to get in touch, the number is 0488-808-11. Also, today, uh, we don't have a giveaway as such, but we have a competition. And I'll let you know shortly how to get into Ooh, the competition. Wow. And uh, there's a number of uh, things to... Uh, to win, but you hey, those competitive juices flowing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, no, you really want to uh, stay tuned, and mm. shortly I'll let you know how to get that. Text in your thoughts on o four triple eight eight oh eight double one. That's o four triple eight eight oh eight double one. Wonderful. Well, let's come to a song just to set the stage, and shortly, I mean, briefly after that, we want to plunge into. Uh, the study, because I'm interested in this topic. So, mm. once again, here's the song uh, by Matt and Josie, uh, and uh, pray and hope that uh, you enjoy this song. It is called um, "Is uh, It Is Called uh, The Cold." That's it. Be perfect for God to use me. I think I have to know it all. Never stumble, never fall. 
focus on all my inadequacies Instead of what Christ can do through me I forget to trust and I can't quite see That God doesn't call the qualified He qualifies the call And He'll supply your every need We choose to give Him all God to use, but you'll never be too small, cause God doesn't call the qualified, He qualifies His call. There is no one too young to serve, no one too old, no clay too hardened for our Father. For you that no one else can fill And He will give you what you need When you choose to do His will Cause God doesn't call the qualified He qualifies the called And He'll supply your every need We choose to give Him all But you'll never be too small Cause God doesn't call the qualified He qualifies His call So don't hinder God With what you say you can't do Just be willing And ready to be willing, no telling what He'll do through you, cause God doesn't call the qualified, He qualifies the called, and He'll supply your every need when you choose to give Him all. doesn't call the qualified, He qualifies His called. No, God doesn't call the qualified, He qualifies His called. Welcome back. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Welcome back, dear friend. You are listening to Faith FM Draft Time, big Q&A with Fabiano and you in the studio. And uh, once again, continuing on the same theme as last week, radical teachings in the parables of Christ. But today's topic is an interesting one, a parable to the invisible man. And I wonder what that is all about, but Pastor Hugh, definitely let us know, because surely he knows. And uh, <laughs> So <laughs> let me ask him, surely, Pastor Hugh, what is this parable? 
Okay, yes, so uh, I have uh, seen what's on the other side of the mountain, <laughs> okay. and uh, I'm going to share with you what that is just now. So so basically, it's uh, from the series of parables which Jesus told, not just one, but a series of them, but one in particular in Matthew 25, verses 14 to 30. So Matthew 25, verses 14 to 30, and, and I really encourage uh, f- I know, uh, folk to look this up, that's why I share the reference, because you'll get to see what we're talking about here up close. Uh, now, of course, if you're in your car, you know, it's drive time, I big Q&A after all, uh, then maybe just tune in. We'll, we'll read this out to you so that uh, it becomes clear as to what the story is. But uh, mm-hmm. there's something to be said for for looking at the, the written page or the uh, the digital page in front of you uh, and seeing for yourself what we're talking about. Uh, but this is actually often called the parable of the talents. <clears throat> and many people think, oh, okay, this person is very talented, that person is very talented. Uh, no, it's not talking about that so much as it's talking about um, a, a, a form of currency that was very current <laughs> back in Jesus' <laughs> okay. day. It was, yes. it was one that was uh, worth a whole lot of money, but we'll mm-hmm. come to that in due course. Now, I just want to set the scene a little bit on this right. because there's a reason why this parable is so vital in terms of the decisions that we make in our everyday lives and also for our forward planning as well that will affect us and our families uh, infinitely. And, and the reason for it is because when he spoke this parable, Jesus was speaking it as part of a, a seven-fold series of stories. Mm. And two of them were very short. I mean, they were almost extended similes. And five are actual parables. Now, a parable, you might think, well, what is a parable? A parable is a story with a point, with a main All point. Right. right. Yeah. And, and so this one here is the fourth parable in that series. So it's really right smack bang in the middle of this sevenfold set of stories. Hmm. Um, each one essentially showcasing another aspect of Jesus' answer to the, the, the really uh, pulsating question that was asked back at the start of Matthew 24. Uh, and that is, the disciples were saying, hey, Jesus, what will be yeah. the sign of your coming hmm. and of the end of the age or the end of the world? Right. Now, I think there's a lot of people maybe beginning to ask that same question in today's climb as yes. well. And his basic answer, if you're wondering, is, hey, keep watch because you don't know the mm. day nor the hour when your Lord will come. That's fair, right. isn't it? We, I mean, right. You yeah. don't know Fabiano, nope. do you? No, no. Definitely not. <laughs> and I don't know. Yes. And so the point highlighted by this parable, the parable of the talent, is is how are we then to live in the time between the first coming of Jesus yes. and the second coming of Jesus? Um, and so we don't know the exact time of his, his return, but yes. we can nonetheless know how then to live in light of it. And so this is a parable of great importance to us as uh, anyone who is an Advent or Adventist Christian. In other words, an end-time Christian living in the times just prior to the second Advent or second coming of Jesus. Now, let me illustrate this. Not so long ago, uh, my postgrad supervisor said to all of us, he said, hey, look, um, we're going to have a poll, uh, a little questionnaire, Mm. uh, and you can answer this of the times that you'll be available for your research presentations. You have a great big research presentation that's going to determine your end result for the entirety of your postgrad studies. Wow. So it's pretty big. And, and, uh, And the trouble is, we didn't know when it was going to drop. We didn't know when it was going to appear in our inbox, hey, the opportunity has arrived yes. to give the time that's going to be most suitable to you to give your research presentation. Wonderful. And so we had to be ready. We had to be watchful yes. uh, because we did not know the moment that that was going to take place. I'll give you mm-hmm. another example. Um, not so many months ago, and this relates to Fabiano too. Right. Uh, you may not realize it yet, brother, but you and I, 
we were moving house not so long ago. Oh, yeah. Respectively, right? That's right. Not to the same house. That'd, no. that'd be grand. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That's true. But, but no, to our different family homes. <laughs> and, uh, and the fact is when you move house, there's a lot involved, isn't oh, there? Oh, yeah. It's like a snail with a shell. That's it. And, and, yeah. and you, you have to take into account if you're renting, you have to, and there's a lot of us in this boat out there, folks, isn't mm. there? If you're mm. renting, then yeah. you're thinking to yourself, okay, well, you know, uh, when are they going to say that you're allowed to move out? Well, you know, when I say allowed yeah, to move yeah, out, yeah, but yeah. you know, when, when is notice going to, you know, formally fall? Yes. And, and for that matter as well, uh, when, uh, are you going to be able to move into the next house? Yes. And are those two timings going to marry with each mm. other? For others of us who are in the mortgage market right now, you're thinking the same thing just for a different reason. But <laughs> yes. you're, you're moving house. Yes. And, and so, you know, we are watchful. <clears throat> we are very attentive to yeah. everything that comes on the market. Yeah. Because we're looking for what's suitable. That's we're right. looking for what's timely. We're mm. looking for what's right, what's going to fit each member of the family. Yeah. You know what? We are watching. We are ready because we don't know the day nor the hour when the house will come. That's right. And 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 so likewise, um, how much more so when it comes time to move house mm-hmm. forever oh, to our wow. ultimate home, yeah, right? With, with yeah. when Jesus comes. Uh-huh. And so again, keep watch because you do not know the day nor the hour yeah. when your Lord will come. That's right. And and so this parable <clears throat> helps us to understand how then to live in light of the times in which we're living. Mm. So um, Jesus says in verse 13 uh-huh. of chapter 25, he says, Therefore keep watch, because you do not, know, do not know the day nor the hour. And then in verse 14, the start of this parable, he says, right. Again. I want you to notice that word again, mm. or for, or therefore again. In yes. other words, this parable is also about yeah. what the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God is going to be like for those of us living in the lead up to the second coming of Jesus. Mm. So let's read, it, let's read yeah. it together. Um, uh, verse 14 of Matthew 25, uh-huh. powerful uh, parable, particularly when you break it down. So mm. it says here, Jesus says again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his property to them. Mm. To one he gave five talents of money. Yes. So notice it wasn't talents of attributes and characteristics. Yeah. It was money. Yes. Uh, to another two talents and to another one, one talent, uh-huh. each according to his ability. Wow. Then he went on his journey. The man who had received the five talents went at once and put his money to work and gained five more. Mm. So also the one with the two talents gained two more. Wow. But the man who had received the one talent, he went off, he dug a hole in the ground, and he hid his master's money. Wow. Mm, interesting. So after a long yeah. time, the master of those servants returned, and he settled accounts with them. Uh, the man who had received the five talents brought the other five. Mm. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five talents. See, I've gained five more. And his master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Uh Come and share your master's happiness. The man with the two talents also came. Master, you entrusted me with two talents. See, I've gained two more. Yes. And his master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. Mm. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Yes. Then the man who'd received the one talent came. Yes. Master, he said, I knew that you were a hard man. <laughs> Harvesting where you have not sown, gathering where you have not scattered seed. Mm. So I was afraid and I, I went out and I, I hid your talent in the ground. Wow. See, here is what belongs to you. Mm. His master replied, Uh, you wicked, lazy servant. 
So, so you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Well, then you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers. There's some good advice, mm. folks. You heard it here first, all right? Yeah. So that when I, so it's not just 21st century. Jesus said this in the first century. <laughs> first you know? century get, yeah. get, get some interest on that money. Make That's it work, right. all right? So that when I return, I would have received it back with interest. Mm. Take the talent from him and give it to the one who has the ten talents. For everyone who has will be given more, and he will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken from him. And throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now, for all those out out there who might be thinking, hey, social equity, that's not fair. Don't take from the have-nots to give to the haves. No, this is not what the parable is about. That's right. Uh, Stay tuned. Let's let's, uh, consider what it really is about. So what Uh does it mean? What practical lessons can we apply from it uh, into our own life? Well, mm. first of all, we have to think about its own context. Yeah. Because the context regards the coming of Jesus in the end That's of the right. age. That's right. So the man going away on a journey, the master is none other than Jesus. Mm. But thankfully, one thing the parable makes clear is that he will return. Mm-hmm. So some mm-hmm. of us are worried about the return we're going to get on money. Yeah. We should be more, <laughs> more concerned about the return we're going to have when Jesus comes. That's right. Uh, yeah. So secondly, the other thing we can learn from this is while he's gone, Jesus has entrusted us. Yeah. His servants with what actually belongs to him. Hmm. That's an awe-inspiring thought, don't you think, Fabiano? Oh, yeah. That yeah, God yeah. would give yeah. to us, Jesus would give to us what actually belongs to him yeah. and entrusts it into our care. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And, and to illustrate how valuable that is, he talks of giving us not pennies, uh, not, um, not even dollars. Yes. Uh, or, or one or, um, or yen or whatever it happens to be. He talks of giving us talents. <clears throat> now, a talent, what is a talent? Well, a talent was a heavy amount of precious metal like gold that was right. worth around, get this, I hope you're sitting down, okay. 20 years worth of wages Whoa. for the average worker back then. He was a rich man for sure. <laughs> he was, wasn't he? And so he gives to, to one of you, let's say, for example, it's, it's John at Norwood, right? Uh-huh. Uh, John at Norwood. You've just received five talents or a hundred years worth of wages. Whoa. Use it wisely. Use yeah, it well. Yeah. Uh, or maybe to, to, to Ruth, you know, over at, um, at, uh, Broadview. Great right. suburb, that, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe he's giving you two talents or 40 years worth of wages. Uh-huh. Or maybe down, Mick down in Morford Vale. Right. Uh, here in right, Adelaide. He's saying, right. hey, I'm going to give you one talent or 20 years worth of wages. So, so don't look down your nose at that one talent. <laughs> That's 20 years worth of wages yeah. right there. Mm. And I want you to notice something else that what he gives, is each according to our ability. Right. Now, yeah, we may yeah. say, hey, that's unfair. Mm. How come she gets more than me? But unfortunately, it's true. Yeah. Our abilities, they're greater yes. or smaller or simply just simply different to each other and in yep. different ways. And so that's a that's result right. really of the sinful world in which we live. Some of us mm. had a better start than others. You yes. know, some of us had a good start, but adversity has blunted us along the way. Yes. Uh, some of us can relate to that, I'm sure. Still others of us have maybe made, you know, not so great choices. Others have made wonderful choices along the way. But get this, irrespective of all of that, any of that, mm. God looks past all of that. Yeah. And, and and when God calls, he doesn't wait until, you know, Fabiano's at five talent capacity. Mm. You know, yeah. uh, when when Fabiano was um, at a uh, hundred talent potentiality <laughs> and at uh, 0.5 capacity, God uh-huh. said, I see the potentiality. Mm. I see in, in Fabiano someone that is, wow, you know, that that's someone I want to invest in. Uh-huh. And, and by the way, 
sitting across the table, I can see why. Um, <laughs> and, and so he calls us regardless of our capacity. And uh-huh, when he calls, uh-huh. he gives us valuable insights that would other take, otherwise take years, really, right. I guess you'd say, for us to learn and to live out, if at all. Mm. Um, but he endows us with spiritual gifts, not just practical ones, but yeah, spiritual gifts yeah. that when actioned brings heaven closer to earth for those around us. Wow. He actually pours into us, get this, mm. he pours into us the Holy wow. Spirit. Wow. He fills us up to the fullest extent that each one of us can contain or, or receive, yeah. sometimes brimming over. Uh-huh. And, and, and so this isn't about him. Yeah. And it's right. not about how much he wants to give. Mm. He is an abundant, right. he is an extraordinarily extravagant giver. Amazing. Uh, it's yeah. about, so in other words, for him, it's about us. And our ability or willingness to receive. Mm. And I also want you to know something else here. The master doesn't depart or go away unless he first invests in his servants. And so, wow. so, so Jesus invested in his first disciples. Yes. And guess what? That means that he's ready and waiting and, 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 and willing to invest in me and in you. That's right. So if you're listening here today, I want you to know that Jesus, that God the Son himself, is yeah. ready to invest in you because regardless of what other people see or don't see, whether you're visible or invisible, that's, that's where we're coming from here. Yeah, right? Some yeah, of us feel it. invisible. Some that's of us feel it. like we're in a corner and nobody cares and no one, and, you know, we're overlooked yeah. and neglected. It's not fair. You know, um, the, the world passes me by and look at all, all the, the abilities that I have. Yeah. Guess what? Regardless of what other people see or don't see in you, uh-huh. when the Son of God looks at you, right. he sees someone worth his very own life, mm. worth the price of every drop of blood, every ounce of love wow. that he can give. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty amazing. extraordinary, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So these are just some of the practical lessons that we can glean yeah. from uh, this parable. And then we can say, well, okay, well, what then does this mean for my life? Mm. Mm. You know, a thought just came to my mind as we were just you know, discussing about this idea of uh, being invisible. And, and you know, not being seen, not being praised, not being uh, uh, um, uh, applauded. Well, you know what? Actually, there is somewhere in Scripture where uh, Jesus says that you know, if we do something, we shouldn't do it so we can be seen. Or mm-hmm. you know, if if the right hand does mm-hmm. something, let not the left hand know, because he who's going to reward you is the one who sees what you know others can't see. But what's even more amazing about this mm. is that you know, the invisible. You out there who's listening, thinking, oh, I've done this and that, you know, the church doesn't seem to recognize what I'm doing. Mm. The community doesn't mm. recognize what I've done. Maybe well, you your know, own family can't see it. Exactly. Yeah. But, but, but the thing is, what I'm getting from this is that, wait a minute, who gave you those gifts? Who gave you those talents? Uh-huh. Right? Yes. Uh, like, isn't yes, he, isn't he the one, mm-hmm. should, you know, once, once he comes to reward, once he, his time comes to truly, uh, 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 uh acknowledge, well, not acknowledge because he does, but, but put it now to, uh, um, to public, let's put it that way. You know, isn't he greater? Like, isn't his, uh, uh applaud and his love and his praises, Aren't they going to be far greater? Oh, right? Yes. This is this is quite amazing. It mm. is, you know. Yeah. And so when you know just how valuable you are to God, yeah. and just how loved and saved you are, and rescued wow. and, and and cherished, then you're going to want to take the good things He gives, and you yeah. want to see them grow. Yeah. You don't want to see them stunted. You want to see them grow mm. and flourish. And at once, guess what? That's what the first two servants in this parable do. They go, right. they get to work, and they put those talents to work, uh-huh. and they see them double. Right. And how pleased is the master when he sees this? Yeah. In fact, he's super pleased because of what they've done, and he's super pleased for them. And that's what he's going to be for you and for me. And so he says to each of them, he says, well done, 
good and faithful servant. So John down at Norwood, Ruth at Broadview, uh, who else did I say? Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nick down at Morford Vale, I think yeah. that's what I said. You know, uh, he, he says, hey, Mick, hey, John, hey, Ruth. Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful with a few things. Mm. I'll put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. And notice something really important here. Um, we sometimes think, oh, you know, he's got five talents and uh, she's got two and I've only got one. Oh, what was me? But, you know, the fact of the matter is uh-huh. Jesus said to all three of them, he said, right. you've been faithful with a few things. Yeah. Actually, mm. all of them. Yeah. Few things, although in reality, an abundance. Right. Because right, you know, yeah, twenty yeah. to a hundred years worth of wages, it's it's a lot. You it know? is a lot. Uh, you know, yeah. and some of us don't know what to do with one year's worth of wages. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> or to, you know, or how to how to make ends meet even. But but God says, you know what? Uh, I'm going to pour out abundantly into your life. But mm. He says, you've been faithful with a few things, no matter how much or how little it was. I'm going to put you in charge of many things. Come and share. And this is the main point. Come and share your master's happiness. Wow. Is there's so much to revel in and enjoy? in a relationship with God Mm. uh, while we're awaiting his return. Because you know what gets God excited? It's seeing you and Uh me take all the goodness, all the mercy, all the kindness, all the comfort, all the love that he's ready and willing to pour into our life, all the spiritual gifts um, that that the scriptures speak of. That that uh, that only God can give, and that uh, the only things that can really begin to change the world uh-huh. uh, for for the better, uh, and expressed through the church, um, he 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 takes those and he in shares and he invests um, his goodness uh, in life and in the lives of others, effectively multiplying the good that he began in you. And get this, his reward for both those servants is the same. It wasn't based upon their capacity. It wasn't based upon their ability, but upon their faithfulness and their dedication to him who paid our ransom, who rescued us at the price of his own life. So so get this, servants who delight to serve in the service and the cause of God, because they know that they are not their own, they've been bought at a price, Yeah, that is incomparable. Mm. Um, and and so it didn't come down to their capacity in actual fact. It came down to their faithfulness. Yeah, you know, I, I, as I'm sitting here, I'm reminded of uh, a fellow who... Uh, said, I really want to go and I want to meet people in the community and I want to share with them what God has done in my life. Yeah. And he went and knocked on someone's door. Uh-huh. Right. And how, how much do we love having someone knock on our door that we've never <laughs> met before, right? In this yeah. day and age. Yeah. Um, but you know what? This guy's love for people was far greater than the likelihood of their rejection of him. He went, mm. knocked on their door. I don't know if you could hear that because we've <laughs> got yeah. microphones and all the rest of the headphones yeah, yeah. on. I was just knocking the table just now. So he knocked on their door. And uh, <clears throat> the person opened the door and the guy said, uh, 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 I share the love of God with you. Now, I'm sorry about that, listeners on the radio. That's a terrible thing to do on the radio, I know, to stutter. But he was a terrible stutterer. You know, at the end of a year of this, who was the person in that community that everyone knew and that everyone knew cared enough to connect with them and had had touched and even had a profound impact on many lives. Wow. It was the man who had been stuttering. <clears throat> that the church in that community yeah. became full to overflowing with changed lives because of the guy mm. with seemingly limited capacity. Yeah, invisible. Mm. Invisible. Yeah. But in the hands of God, highly plausible and powerful because uh, yeah. he was willing and he was faithful to be used by God. Um uh, I could share a number of other stories along those lines, but we've, we've probably got a few other things to share here uh, That's right. for our listeners today.
Thank you so much, Pastor Hugh. Let's come to a short break, and immediately after the break, we'll be right back. Dear friend, we have a wonderful, wonderful opportunity for you to uh, enter into a competition. There is a Faith FM promotion currently all over Australia. And even if you are uh, outside of Australia, maybe you might be able to win something. And if you are interested, you can potentially win some of the Faith FM merchandise, uh, something like a Faith FM jacket. Especially in this cold weather, um, in this season here in South, here in, in Australia. Yeah, this would be really good to have. A Faith FM hat. A Faith FM mug. Think about that. And so, my friends, all you need to do is have a secret code. That secret code is one that is being shared with all of our live programs. For example, the draft time program has a secret code. Now, when I give you this secret code, you need to go to the Faith FM uh, website, that is faithfm.com.au, where you can enter the competition. And there, you can share things like uh, um, what you like most about Faith FM, or sign up for the Eve Magazine newsletter, or you can download uh, the Faith FM app, and uh, you know, as you interact, as you engage there, you will be able to win some of these. Now, 
Here is the secret code. Once again, you need the number. Uh, once again, 04888-8811. But here is that secret code. It is the code SOUTH. <laughs> S-O-U-T-H. That is the secret code. Hi. That is for the Drive Time Pro. So you need that code, dear friends, to win that Faith FM merchandise. Please. Do text uh, the code word uh, South and also jump onto the faithfm.com.au uh, website and enter the competition there. So that you really want to get into because it sounds like there's some really nice things there mm. that uh, that you can potentially win. So yeah, yeah, something yeah. new, something new. Absolutely. Mm. So um, so South South does that mean it's it. only open to South Australians or, or can anyone join? In this? Oh, anyone can join. Anyone in. can join. Anyone. In this. Anyone, oh right. wow. Okay. So you don't actually even have to be a South Australian nope, to enjoy not. the good things that come from South Australia. Just get into the spirit oh. of the South Australians. That's okay. all. Oh, very good. Anyway, in Australia, that's oh. right. I like that. I like that a lot. In fact, mm. it has. A lot of relevance to the story we're sharing here right, from Jesus, doesn't right. it? Because huh. remember, we just talk, told the story about the guys with the three three different guys with talents. Yes. And uh, one with five, one with two, one with one talent. Right. And how the first two, they used their talents uh, and they saw them increase. Uh, and what joy they must have had in seeing those talents increase. Mm. Um, and But what about the third servant? <clears throat> yeah. You know, maybe, he, he, maybe he thought, well, I'm not a South Australian. How can I? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, did, did I mix those two metaphors? Again? Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. But seriously, what about the third servant? Well, well, he went off, and he. And this is how the story ends. He dug a hole in the ground, mm. and he hid his master's money. And so he effectively buried the talent he'd been given. It was dead to him. And so well, the, the first two servants, they focused on honoring the one who, who, through the use of what had been entrusted to them by, by God, and what a thought that God would entrust this gift to me. What an amazing thought. Mm. You know, I'm going to use it to his glory and to bring him joy and everyone he loves, and that's everyone, so that's a lot of joy, by the way. Yeah. Um, the third servant treated the talent as if it had nothing to do with him. Hmm. He's saying to himself, hey, it doesn't belong to me. It belongs to God. So how's it my responsibility? God is hard and greedy. He actually expects me to have a part in his work and serve his kingdom. Uh So he was actually resentful of God rather than thankful. He thought, hey, God's God's taking too much of my time here. God's God's Hmm. uh, God's uh, giving me giving me too much here. I I don't think I can. I I don't think I, I should have this responsibility. It should belong solely to God. You know why he thought that way? Uh It's because he had a distorted picture of God. Mm. I want you to listen to to what we read here in in the Bible in Matthew 25, verses uh, 24 to to 25. Um, He says here, um, he says, uh, uh, when the man who'd received the one talent came, he said, Master, I knew that you're a hard man, harvesting where you haven't sown, gathering where you haven't uh, scattered seed. Uh So I was afraid, and I went out, and I hid your talent in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. So in other words, he was was saying, um, uh, look, this is how I see you. And so how we see God will determine how we receive him and act toward him. Mm. I mean, you think about the people in your everyday life, you know, how you see them, sometimes you can have a distorted picture of a person, and you never actually get to know them, you only get to know the distorted picture that you've inherited. Yeah. And so how do you see God is a really important question here. You know, mm. is he hard and bad, or is he loving and is he good? Right. Um, and so a little word of advice, look out that life's resentments, um, you know, that we sometimes blame on God. Don't keep us looking back and down so much that we don't have time enough to look forward and up to receive the good that God is ready to give. And, uh, and so, yeah. uh, the, the, um, the, uh, 
the the image of this this one talent servant has of God is a fearful, dreadful, or dreadful image, and so he wants the benefits of being seen to be a servant. But he doesn't actually want to actually serve such a God. Mm. So he effectively dissociates himself from God and he keeps him at a distance. And so listen to what he says again. He says, uh-huh. verse 25, hear it, hear it clearly now. He says, see, here is what belongs to you. Right. And so he keeps both the gift and the giver at arm's length. He's saying, here's what belongs to you. He sort mm. of keeps him at a distance. And, and what's the result of being a servant without actually serving? Huh. You know, nothing, right? <laughs> nothing, Even sure. what, what we have is lost to us. I mean, right. the blessings that could have been ours that come with the use of God's gifts in service to God uh-huh. and to others goes to someone who will actually say, yeah, I'm going to use those gifts. Yeah. And, and ultimately, a life of serving and pleasing only ourselves or building our own kingdom for one, mm. you know, it will see us lose the opportunities that only God can give That's right. and forfeit our place in God's kingdom because we've yeah. only been building up our own kingdom. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and so a self-centered life is really a self-limited life. That's right. Uh, it's a road to regret. It's a, it's a road of weeping and gnashing of teeth, you know, for what could have been. Uh, now, now some might say, well, you know, I'm only a person with a one talent ability. Uh-huh. I'm not like those two talent or five talent people. So what can I do for God? Mm. You know, some of the most powerful examples I've seen in the church or in the yeah. world have been of people who've just been faithful with what little they have. Wow. Yeah. You, know, you can have all the rhetoric and all the ability and all of the um, sophistication, all the education in all the world, and if you don't use it, mm. you lose it. Yeah, that's but it. But if you have, if you take what, what little you have and you put it to good use, it's going to bring a harvest. That's right. It's going to bring about something for mm. the good. And so mm. no matter how small your ability happens to be, <clears throat> don't be the invisible man. <laughs> don't be the it. invisible woman. That's right. Now, the master has a place for it, and he has a place for you. Amen. And so when you're faithful in the seemingly small matters, God will increase your ability. He's going to entrust you with great things. That's right. You will have an impact. You will have a legacy both now and for eternity. And especially yeah. when we take that 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 uh, expansive mindset, that open-heartedness right. to God, yeah. especially in a time like this, mm. because it shines all the brighter, the darker the times around you. Yeah. Yeah. So I really encourage our listeners, <clears throat> you know, begin to be like the first two servants in this parable, mm. and you will hear God say, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful right. with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come mm. and share your master's happiness. Wow, that's quite amazing. Mm. And, and and especially on that last line, you've been faithful in the few. You only had maybe one talent, or you thought you had one talent, right? You thought your work was, well, not seen, not recognized. Hey, you are the invisible. You only had, you know. But Jesus says you've been faithful in the little. Mm. I think we need to meditate on those words. We do. Oh, friends, we wish we had more time, but hey, it's truly been quite a, quite a message, quite a message. But some of you are thinking right now, Lord, it is I. What can I do? Forgive me. Let us pray together. Father in heaven, we are thankful and grateful that you have deemed us uh, good enough to even get that one talent. Help us to be faithful. Help us to use that talent. Help us to multiply it. Oh Lord, you are the one who will, uh, re- who will assess us. You are the one whom we ought to please. Oh Father, there are many others who may say, Oh, I, I don't have a spiritual gift, but they have a natural talent which God can use for his glory. Mm. But all of us actually do have 
a gift. So it's a matter of praying and asking mm. uh, for God to reveal it. Oh, Lord, be with us, lead us and guide us. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. There was a man, they called him Jesus, walked the shores of Galilee, healed the sick and calmed the waters, made the blind eye to see, raised the dead and cleansed the leper, had the power to set men free, but best of all, he went to Calvary, let Mom.